Hello guys, welcome back to the RS Weekly Podcast, sponsored by the new tier clothing brand. Good gear, affordable prices, we'll leave the link at the end of the video to visit their website. So we crack on? Hi, welcome to the podcast guys, welcome back. Yeah, with me Reese And me Sam. Good lad. Um, yeah, welcome back. Um, yeah, I'm alright, yourself? Yeah, good weekend, man. Good weekend yeah. of football. Scorching weather. Yeah, beautiful weather. Finally Scorching. got some news on the Premier League returning. Yes, big, big news. I'm sure we'll cover that later in the podcast, but the Premier League now has a return date, so I think we can all speak for the rest of humanity when we say, thank the fucking Lord. Thank the fucking Lord. <laughs> anyway, going on to the Bundesliga's results this weekend. Yes, um, as Did- we mentioned in the last podcast, we're going to be reviewing the weekend's results for Nats for the Friday Saturday, Sunday, and last night's game, the last one of the weekend, the Monday night game. Also going into Wednesday night's fixture towards the end of the results. Yeah, we will be um, previewing Wednesday night's game. Um, there's only one in the mid in the midweek round this week in the Bundesliga. Um, in the next podcast, we'll, which will be released on Thursday, I believe. Mm, yeah, we will Thursday. be previewing the weekend's games. Giving our thoughts on the Premier League returning. And, uh, yeah. Plenty. Oh, and we've also got the quiz today. Yes. Forgot to mention that. Yes. I have been working very hard on ten incredibly difficult questions for Samuel. Uh-huh. So, I hope you guys participate in that later on in the podcast. But for now, we're going to get on with reviewing Friday night's game. SC Freiburg nil, Bayer Leverkusen 1. Kai Havertz with another goal. Another one. In the words of DJ Khaled, another one. Boy can't stop scoring. He can't. I think, do you know what it is? It's because now he's moved into a more forward position. He was playing as an attacking midfielder. They're actually playing him up uh, up the front now. They're actually playing him with another front man, which I think is going to help him massively because he's such a clever footballer. He seems to be able to find, I mean, I don't know if you've seen the goal, but he plays a ball into Leon Bailey, who was like in the inside left channel. And Bailey kind of turns the defender, but plays the ball just inside him. It was only a two, two three-yard pass. And Kai Havertz, I don't know how he got there, but his long legs managed to stretch out and tote the ball and, uh, tope out the ball under the keeper as he was coming out. Um, it finished 1-0. A good result for Leverkusen after a stinker of a performance last weekend. Yeah. Um, oh, was it midweek no, against it was Wolfsburg? Wolfsburg was midweek. When it, yeah, it was. It was the midweek game, wasn't it? Because I had a bet on it was going to be five nil. Yeah, I'll be honest. I expected a Leverkusen win, and they got battered. Mm-hmm. Um, so they needed a good result this time out against Freiburg, who've played. I mean, we've covered them in other podcasts. They've played well this year. They've done well to get where they are in the league. Um, Leverkusen just proving a little bit too strong for them. Um, one thing I want to talk about. The five substitutions for Freiburg. It's been across the Bundesliga, you can make five substitutions. I wanted to get your opinion real quick on what you think to that. Do you think it's right to be able to do five substitutions? If you're chasing a result, I don't know. See, it's hard, mate. I'd say I'd say yes, because of the hot weather and tiredness and stuff. But also, no. Because if you're pushing for... A goal. Why would you change a team that's pushing for it? Why, why, why would you just keep it as it is or bring on like one substitution or two? They brought on three substitutions in this seventy-fifth minute. 
You've got 15 minutes to chase a game. I know. I, I think, look, the reason they brought the five substitutions in was because of the coronavirus and because players have been out of action for so long and they've not kicked a ball, have they, until the last couple of weeks. That's why they brought it to five substitutions to kind of cut down the chance of injury and to be able to give teams a fair chance, which, look, I understand that. But when you're Freiburg, you're playing at home, you're trying to chase a result against Leverkusen, you make three substitutions at the same time, and that wasn't even their first subs either. Not they not. made a change on... Well, they made two changes on yeah. 66 minutes, and then nine minutes later, they're bringing on another three players. That can't be good for the team, surely. No, definitely not. I understand, look, there's tiredness and stuff, and like you say... The weather has picked up. Look, as small as it may seem, all these things, the the, it's like a snowball effect, isn't it? They all just add into it. I'm not sure that's the best way to go forward. I've seen a lot of teams do it as well, and we've seen games where they've made a lot of substitutions at the same time. I can't see that as being a good thing. I don't know if that's just me being a bit old-fashioned, but I can't really see the benefit of doing that. Not when you're losing at home. Yeah, it's a bit, bit of a weird one, that, mate. I don't quite get that. Five yeah. substitutions is a bit too much, I think. Yeah, I mean... Unless, I, unless, there's, unless there's a serious injury or anything and you need to bring someone on, hmm. then yeah. But five substitutions just to try and get a goal back, nah. Yeah, it's it just changes the whole dynamics of the team, doesn't it? When you make that many substitutions, it just changes everything. You, if, if, if your team built up a little bit of momentum, you lose all that. Yeah. We're making all the substitutions. I can, look, I can understand why they do it on one hand because of the coronavirus outbreak and they've been allowed to use five subs. But on the other hand, I'm thinking you're only you're only disrupting yourself. You're not disrupting the other team. Um, but then again, would 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 we be sat here saying it differently if one of them players comes on and scores? Exactly. You, you just don't know, yeah. do you? Um, yeah, I, I'm a bit of a mixed opinion on that one. Um, it's something that I'd like to cover, really, in future podcasts because, from what I'm hearing, they might they might go with that as a future um, for the Bundesliga, which, yeah, I'm not so sure about that. But from what I'm hearing, it is potentially a thing in the pipeline um, that they could do that. So I guess we'll have to keep our eyes peeled for that one. Right, definitely, mate. Um, so yeah, as we say, back to the score. Leverkusen win one nil. They go well. They stay in fifth position um, because of Munch and Gladbach's win, um, which we'll cover in a while. Leverkusen, yeah, fifty six points, only two behind Leipzig. It's looking look Leipzig can still catch Dortmund, but I would say that it's probably going to be Bayern and Dortmund one and two, and then. Well, it's anybody's guess from third to f- third down to fifth, really. Who gets the third spot in the Bundesliga? But to be fair, the top four get a Champions League place anyway. So, yeah. really, you're on. I mean, it's Leverkusen and Munch and Gladbach that are going to fight for fourth spot. But that'll be interesting to see over the uh, the coming the closing weeks of the season. Um, into Saturday's games, the one of the half past two kickoffs, Hertha Berlin two. Augsburg nil. Um, goals from Dil Rossoon and Kamil Pioncek. Um, Pioncek with another goal. Scorchy again. Yeah, seeming to find some form. I think he struggled since his move to uh, to Berlin. He started so well in Italy, 
before he went to AC Milan. And I think the AC Milan move really kind of stopped his progress, and uh, as it does to so many players. I mean, I, I can't understand why that football club has been a sinking ship to me for a long, long time. Really, since the days of Shevchenko, Maldini, Cafu, Nesta, Pirlo, just to name a few. Um, What a team, by the way. David Beckham, Ronaldinho. (sighs) Yeah, yeah, but even since then, um, and maybe a little bit before that, really, they just seemed to be going... It was like a downward trend that they were following. A lot of the players had allowed to retire. Um, Yeah, not a good setup there, if you ask me. Um, But yeah, as we get back to the Hertha Berlin, Dilrusson with the first goal... Uh, Pioncek with the second goal. I don't know if you've seen it. Pioncek took his goal really well. Hertha Berlin are going like a train now. I know it's one of my favourite sayings, that is, going like a train. He took his goal very well. One-on-one with the keeper, right side of the penalty area, smashed it bottom bins. They play Borussia Dortmund this weekend. I do. Hertha Berlin. That is a big, big game. This weekend, it will not be easy either because Labadia has got Berlin really fired up now mm. and really starting to find some form. Can we just say, I, I haven't seen much football this weekend, major to football. Uh, no, 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 no. So I, I yeah, I remember, much, you, I, much. I remember you saying you was at work, like, and I understand that. Um, to be fair, I, I managed to watch a fair bit. Um, only highlights, it was through BT Sport, but yeah, I saw some of the highlights. Augsburg. To be fair, the scoreline, I think it kind of flatters Augsburg a bit from because from what I saw, the keeper pulled off three or four brilliant saves to keep Hertha Berlin scoring down. Um, Augsburg, to be honest, they're not they're not going to go down. They're not going to go anywhere else. Well, you'd like to think they won't go down in thirteenth place, but then again, there's only eighteen in the Bundesliga, so I guess you look at it a little bit differently. Um, I think they've done all right, though, to warrant themselves at least say, you know, we've got a chance of being safe this year. Yeah, definitely. They're not a fantastic team away from home. The record isn't great, really. Um, I, I'll be honest, I said, what was it I said on the score predictions? Uh, two, no, one nil hurt a Berlin. Yeah, I said one nil. I wasn't too sure, but I went with one nil. I thought that seemed a solid bet. Well, I wish I'd have gone two nil now. There were some very close results this weekend on our Yeah, there was actually. Um, score predictions for I us. Think we, I think most of us in our like, little score predictor chat, we got a few that was really close. Um, it was like one goal here, one yeah. goal there, but yeah. Um... On to the next one of the half past two kickoffs. Mainz nil, Hoffenheim one. Uh, Bebu with a goal for Hoffenheim. Not a brilliant game this one. Um, I'll be honest. I watched large parts of it. Hoffenheim wasn't great really. Um, but saying that, Mainz were even worse. Didn't they miss a penalty as well, Hoffenheim? Um, I'm sure they missed a penalty. That is a. Very good shout. Um, I will I'm just double check. Sure that. They did look. Yeah. Zuba missed a penalty. Oh, Carsis Safan Zuba. Um, I, yeah. only knew, I only knew that because I was listening to it on the radio. I listened to it a little bit on the radio. Um, to be honest, both teams, I mean, Hoffenheim, they're not doing too bad, really, to sit in seventh. Um, ju- well, just outside. The uh, Europa League places on goal difference, I think. But Mainz, what a poor year they're having this year. They could really go down. There's one point between them and Dusseldorf. Like, they are in dire straits this year. They really are. I mean, look at the goals scored and conceded. 
that was mad. Though. Yeah, it's, it's not nearly good, half is it? of what the what have conceded. I mean, they've con- they've scored thirty seven and conceded sixty two. It's I mean, not good, that's is it? Not good. Um, at home as well, you'd expect him to come out like a little bit more fired up. Um, yeah, not good. It's a bit. Um, it's not looking good for mines, really. Well, no, it's not. I mean, Dusseldorf, yeah, they took a bit of a tank in at Bayern. But you'd expect most teams to take a tank in at mm. Bayern nowadays. They've got tanked against Bayern. They've got tanks against Red Bull Leipzig. Mm. Leipzig. Leipzig could have had double figures, like we've said before. Could well, Mainz, it could have, that Leipzig game could have been anything. It could have been 10-11-0. Yeah. Because, I mean, as, as good as Leipzig were, Mainz were worse. Um yeah, very tight down the bottom of the league for Mainz. Not another very abject performance, really. Um, I do worry for him. Yeah, I do worry. Definitely, mate. I agree with. Um, moving on to the next one of the oh, half past God. two kickoffs. I watched this game. Right before we start, I didn't want to rant about this game. I didn't because yet again it's Schalke we're going on about. They are in absolutely piss poor form right now. Unreal. What is happening at that club is unreal. It's probably the worst Schalke team it, I've ever it, watched. I agree, mate. They have been absolutely horrendous these you know, past seven games. And I'm not kidding you, because this was the game that I picked out, mainly because Bremen are fighting to stay up. That's why I wanted to watch it. And I actually watched this half-past two game from the majority of it. I'm flicking through to different games a couple of times, but it, predominantly I watched the Schalke-Bremen game. Schalke in the first half... When I say our Sunday team could have played better against Werder Bremen, I mean our Sunday team could have played better. There was no fight, there was no shots on goal, there was no tackles, Schalke was second to every ball. If you're a fan watching that, I am so thankful that the fans wasn't in the stadium to watch that because they'd have got pelters off the fans. I'm telling you now, Schalke, they want to be thanking their lucky stars they are where they are in the league. And they're not fighting relegation because they'd be down. I'm the thing is, you. mate, like I said last weekend, I don't want to dig Schalke out or anything because it was, we seem to want about Schalke every weekend. But my <laughs> God, they are in... Especially when you're playing against Werder Brenner, who are literally fighting to stay up. And you can't even put a performance in against a team that's fighting for something no. to stay up. No, I, I'm sorry, um, but I just can't stop ranting about Schalke. They was up at, up at the top at one point years ago. Now there's just so much is going on in the club in that club, mate. And I don't understand what's happening because there was on they, last season they was doing awesome, and then the season before when they ended up coming back to draw four four with Dortmund. Geez, That's the yeah, team I remember. I remember. This team that David Wagner has got. Need sorting out because something is not right behind them back doors, mate. Honestly, I'm telling you now, Berder Bremen, they scrapped for everything. Mm-hmm. Every ball mattered. You could see that. David Selker, big centre forward, come on, put himself about the pitch, getting in front of the centre halves, taking balls on his chest, running the channels, things that the Schalke players should be doing. Yep. Do you know? And I'm gonna. I, 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 I'm, I apologise if Please, people you... think I'm being a bit harsh. Benito Rahman came on. Who started at centre forward against Dortmund for yeah. Schalke, the number, little number oh, nine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I say he did nothing, he did nothing when he came on. He had no impact on the game whatsoever. 
To me, when I'm watching him, that's four games now I've watched where I'm like, all he's doing is running around. Yep. There's no incisive runs. There's no runs into the channel, scrapping for every ball. They look like a lost team, mate. They you'd, look you'd lost. Think, you'd think it's Schalke that are going down. You would. Then Honestly. I mean, Bittencourt scored a brilliant goal, cut inside from the right, unleashed this shot, top bins. Honestly, Jimmy Bullard would have been proud. Top bins. Top binage. But Grab you some a drink. A, a bin, bin tonic. tonic. Um, yeah, I mean, look, Werder Bremen deserved to win the game. Schalke did play better in the second half, and I will give them that. They did play a lot better because they actually ran for the ball and they actually tackled and they actually wanted to score a goal, which, I mean, Lord knows you'd have thought we was playing football, eh? But, um, yeah, not good. Question I, for you. Yeah. How long do you reckon David Vargan's got? Um, are we talking weeks or days? You tell me, mate. I'd say about seven days. If he didn't get a result this week, who would they got this weekend? One win in 11 games, mate. Who would they got? Just have a look who they've got. I mean, Werder Bremen. double check this they should be beat. They you. should be beating Werder Bremen. Or at least getting a draw or, or a something. Or a draw or a goal or putting a performance. I mean, whoever, whoever any Schalke fans are listening... Please, please leave a comment below and leave us your feelings, man. Because it's, I just can't. I, I know. I bet I know who they've got. They've got Bayern. No, who they got? Union Berlin away. Oh god, that could be a slugfest of a game. That, to be honest, I don't know. Right, correct me if if I'm being a bit disrespectful, but I just can't see one winning eleven for David Wagner. Schalke will. I mean, I'm surprised he's lasted this long. No. One winning eight, one yeah. winning nine. I'm like, I'm surprised he's lasted this long, Sam, because they don't stand for bad at that football club, and they shouldn't do. They're a huge club. Exactly, they're huge. Yeah. They're, do, the you know, be, be, do you know? Do you know? Behind, and it was said this on Saturday, and I thought this was really poignant. This this fact, right? Behind Dortmund and Bayern, Schalke have the most league titles. <laughs> Mad in it. Out, if you take Bayern and Dortmund out of the equation, Schalke are next on the list for league titles won. Yeah. What the hell is happening to that football club? They look lost. Something's going on, mate. And it? I feel sorry for Wagner because I'm I'm looking at him on the touchline and he stood there and he is trying. He's trying to get his players going. Nothing is coming off for him. No. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets the chop, mate. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be, be surprised at all. If they don't get a result against Union Berlin... See you later. Off you go, mate. Mm. I, I can't see him. Pastor Blake, look, I'd be sad if that happens. Great, man. Good manager, though, mate. He what, is. What, I mean, what, what he did for Huddersfield. Exactly. What he did for Huddersfield. And then he's going to a big club like that. Um, is, uh, look, we can cover Schalke as much as we like. They was poor on Saturday. Bremen fought for everything. And if you look at a team that you want fighting spirit from and someone that's going to battle until the end, Werder Bremen did exactly that. They were brilliant. I thought Bremen, and they could have scored three or four, to be honest. Uh, keeper pulled off a couple of good saves. There was really wasteful in front of goal as well, like really wasteful. Uh, I know Asako had a chance when he came on a sub. Should have the keeper came out, he could have just slid it past the goalkeeper, and he decided to play a pass across the box just for a tap in, and the defender had already got back and cleared it away. I mean that was just one of a, a number of occasions where they could have scored. Um, Bremen, huge huge win. Huge win down at the bottom because that gives them a chance now. It was looking dead and buried when this lockdown started. Uh, when the lockdown started easing for the German uh, football schedule, they've actually got a fighting chance now. And the form that they're in as well, they could, they might well do it. 
Please, I don't want to see I don't want to see Werder Brenner go down because I like I like Werder Brenner. I do. I like team. him as a football club. Yeah. They've got a good ground, a good, really good fan base. It'd be a shame for him to go down. It would. It would be a massive shame. Look, I'm not. I'm not uh, being disrespectful. I'm trying not to be against Dusseldorf and Paderborn, but they're nowhere near the size of a club of Werder Bremen. Are. No. And I think Werder Bremen, they, they, I think, but the way they've been playing recently, they deserve something. I definitely believe that. Hopefully, next. Weekend, we can have something nice to say about Schalke because past podcasts we talked about him has just been. If they come out negative. and win four 0 at the weekend, I'm going to eat my hat. I will. I'll eat my hat and I'll eat my words. But they, well, put it this way: I'm willing to put money that they don't go to Union Berlin, which is not an easy ground. Is that Union to. Berlin? Is it? Yeah, it is. It's at Berlin. Um, I'm willing to put money on they will go there and put an abject performance in. I'd be very surprised if Schalke come out with a win on Saturday. Uh, Sunday, sorry. It is on Sunday. Um, Let's yeah. move off Schalke, mate. Yeah, as good as, Schalke, as good as Werder Bremen were, Schalke were even worse. Um, on to the next one, the last one of the half-past two kickoffs: uh, Wolfsburg 1, Eintracht Frankfurt 2. I went for 2-1 Wolfsburg. Yeah, did I go for 2-1 as well? No, you went 1-1. Oh, 1-1. Um, yeah, I mean... Look, Frankfurt needed a win. They, they, they do play some good football as well. They just they've seemed to lost the art of defending. But quite honestly, I saw highlights of this game. Wolfsburg had some really, really good chances. Kevin trapping goal for Frankfurt was brilliant. Good keeper. He is a good keeper, and I think he can count himself unfortunate the way he was treated at uh, at PSG. Yeah. He was just a cannon fodder for them, really, just a backup, which is a massive shame, really, because he's a really good goalkeeper, I think. Um, yeah. Very, very much needed win away from home. Uh, Andre Silva with a penalty to open the scoring for Frankfurt. Sorry. Kevin and Babu equalised. It was a free kick, Max Arnold's free kick again. Um, that left foot of his, it's like a wand. Uh, whips it in from the right hand side at like an in swinging uh, free kick and Mbabu just flicks it on and it goes in the far I think in all fairness Trapp should have done a little bit better uh, to try and claw it out because all he managed to do was parry it into the top corner but yeah it was it was a good free kick good delivery good header from Mbabu uh, to make it 1-1 and uh, Kamada Japanese international gets another uh, to get on the score sheet took his goal very very well in a pressure situation as well, the ball kind of it took a bit of a ricochet. It kind of kept, it fell to him on the left side of the area, and the the keeper was like half coming out, but he half stayed and half came. If yeah. you know what I mean, uh, Kamada just slipped the ball past him into the far corner. Good finish, um, handy little player actually, Kamada. Was that Jonathan de Guzman who used to play for yep, City? For Swan- oh, Swansea right. City. Swansea City. Sorry. Yeah, for Swansea City. Jesus. Um, to be fair, Frankfurt has a much needed win. Wolfsburg will be disappointed with that, though. I think. Having a chance to really give themselves some daylight in the Europa League spot, they could have given themselves a bit of a cushion, um, especially because Hoffenheim won as well. Um, I mean, they're, n- they're not going to catch Leverkusen. Wolfsburg no. are not going to catch Leverkusen. I think not when Leverkusen are on fire anyway. But at least Wolfsburg still hold that last Europa League spot, and Hoffenheim now are chasing them. So it was, it was a shame really because Wolfsburg are a very w- well-run football club. And they've got a good ground. They've got they've got a good fan base as well. When they can get people in the stadium, um, 
yeah, disappointing really at home to Frankfurt as well. They've not been in great form, but Frankfurt definitely turned up when they had to. I believe Frankfurt had a man sent off as well. 96th minute, I believe. Um, we'll Might just double check that information, um, Samuel. Well, they had somebody sent off, I know that. Uh, oh, the, the, Toro. Toro, that was it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, to be fair, you've just, I did actually see that. Yeah, it was two yellow cards. I think you got one in the 91st minute and one in the 96th. Yeah, two, two bookings in the space of five minutes is daft because now he's not going to be. Now he's going to miss a game. Yeah. Um, which is a bit of a shame, really. Um, like, as we said before, Frankfurt, much needed win. Very good performance, actually, away from home at Wolfsburg, which is not easy. Very good result. Um, I'm just going to double-check the standings after that game. I mean, if you look, Frankfurt have now gone up to 12th place, which a couple of weeks ago was looking pretty unlikely. Um, they now sit on 32 points, so they have given themselves a bit of a cushion. They're a team I'd like to see jump up the league, really, because Frankfurt, they've got a really good setup there, and I do believe that they will um, they will kick on after that. I think they're a good side. They play some good football as well. Um, they seemed... Don't know if it's me speaking a little bit soon, but they seem to have kind of sorted the leaky defence out a little bit. Mm. Well, more putting it right from last week. Um, so yeah, I'm, oh yeah, I was quite impressed with Frankfurt to get a win there. That was a good result. Yeah, good result for Frankfurt though, especially at Wolves, but a very tough place to go. <sighs> Moving yeah. on to the five thirty kickoff. Yeah, we both got this wrong on our predictor. I was one off. Yeah, I was two off. Um, <sighs> Bayern Munich 5, Dusseldorf 0. Do you want to just give them the league now? I think that's it gone now. No, it's well and truly gone. Mate. They're not going to drop 7 I points. Think, I think the most entertaining part of this season now is going to be who finishes second. Mm. Leipzig got Dortmund. Yeah. I, I, that's, yeah, I definitely That's what I think that. it's going to be, mate. But we'll get on to them after we've spoke about these. I mean, look, the first goal was a bit unfortunate. Uh, Jorgensen, who used to play for Huddersfield mm-hmm. under Wagner. Uh, Zanker, I think they call yeah. him, don't they? He actually scored an own goal, which really, to be honest, knocked the stuffing out of Dusseldorf because they conceded another two go- another two goals before half time. Pavard from a corner, the marking was some of the worst I've ever seen. The the fullback who was stood with Pavard and he's fronting him up, and you can see him backing up, backing up. He doesn't even attempt to jump for the ball when Pavard, even though he's got a defender right on him, he just jumps. He's like literally like jumps like a board and heads it into the corner. He didn't. The fullback didn't even attempt to jump with him. He did He wasn't even looking at the ball half the time. It's so disappointing. And then Lewandowski scores two minutes before our time. Well, this game over then, isn't it? Three yep. 0 at Bayern. You, I mean, it, look, very, I'd be very surprised if the team yeah. could come back from that. Um, Has anyone ever come back from that result at Bayern? I think the last team to do it, and I could be wrong here. It might have been Dusseldorf, because I, I'm sure it was last season or the year before, Luca Bacchio, who was now at Hertha Berlin, scored a hat-trick at the Allianz. I could be wrong. I, I'd like to double-check that, actually, because not right now, but I will do at some point. I'm quite interested to see if they, uh, if it was them that did that. But, anyway, regardless, into the second half, Lewandowski scores a fourth goal within five minutes of the second half. Well, if you had any doubts at 3-0, there's definitely no doubts at 4-0. Um, Lewandowski, it's brilliant, runs the line so well. I think, look, everybody knows how good he is. I still think he's underrated for how good he actually is. If you're scoring 30 goals a season in the Bundesliga, 
you're one hell of a striker. And look, I don't. I still don't think he gets the credit he deserves. I honestly don't. Could he do it? I don't. Could he do it in the Premier League though? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. He he's got the right physical attributes. He doesn't mind a bit of rough and tumble. He don't mind mixing it with people. He he gets involved physically. Do you know what I mean? I think he could hack it. Even in the even in the Champions League, he turns up. Against mm. English teams. Exactly. All the time. Yeah. You can guarantee he'll be one of the first names on the team sheet. In fact, he probably is. He probably apart, is yeah. apart from Kimmich and maybe you could say Goretzka at the minute because mm. the guy's just a man mountain. Tank. He is a unit. He had a brilliant game on Saturday. Mm. Um, I watched the Bayern game and they, they, they were very good. Oh, I got, him, wrong, I got him from work and watched the last half an hour. I saw Alfonso Davis's goal as well, which um, is the last goal. Did you see Muller? What he said about Davis. Yeah. Look, the little look, bite, right. The little I'm, I, I, I've never bite. been the biggest fan of Thomas Muller, and I can't really explain why. It's just something about the guy because he looks like son, such an unnatural footballer, but he just manages to score goals. And he's been in the Bayern team for like what? How long now? Ten years. 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 And he just, he just. But I was howling when he said that. Oh yeah, uh, Alfonso Davies. Me me. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. no, I couldn't help but laugh. I thought, oh my God. He's so quick as well. He is. So, so quick. Jesus Christ, right. Have you, did you see it in Bayern in training? You know they wear them vests, don't they, to yeah. track the heart rate, the kilometres yeah. they've ran and stuff. I saw a clip in training. He took his vest off over his head and it top, his top lifted up a bit. He's, it's like he's chiselled out of stone, mate. The guy is hench. And I mean, like, ripped to yeah, shit. He's ripped. I was like... This guy is a born athlete. Like, there's no doubt about it. He's, he's only 20, isn't he? Has he young? I'm sure he's 19. He 18, might, 19. I know, he's, I know he's not old. He's oh, no, he's, he's really not. Like, he'd only just started playing in the MLS when Bayern snapped him up from That's Vancouver. That is a future kid for you. Well, he is unreal. Look, if, as far as I look, the, the world's his oyster, that yeah. kid. Because he could go anywhere. He could do anything he wanted to do him. He could play on the right. He could play on the left. He could play uh, left back. Honestly... The guy's intelligence for somebody his age, I think he's going to be one of them players as good as he is that relies on his pace to get him out of trouble. Because I think Bayern Munich, because they're in the German league, apart from against your teams like your Dortmund, your Leipzig, they'll dominate a lot of the ball. So he's going to look better because yeah. they're going to have the ball all the time. But what happens when they come up against a Barcelona in the Champions League? You've got Coutinho, well, potentially well, Coutinho running at you. Griezmann, Griezmann, Messi, Messi. yeah, exactly. Dembele, I can go on. Well, can you imagine? I can go oh, on. Just, just imagine that Dembele gets the ball. David Davis is chasing him. Who wins? Exactly. Who, you decide. No, who, who wins? <laughs> you like, decide. Decide in the comments who wins in a foot race between Usman Dembele and Alfonso Davis. I know who I'm putting my money on. Well, Dembele will probably get injured in two seconds, so I'm putting Ooh, my money on Alfonso Davis. That was a bit of a low blow, blow. I'm putting my money on Alfonso Davis. I, I think he'd catch Dembele. Oh, he'd beat him. I do. He's unreal. He's like built like a I remember, fridge man. I remember when Dembele was at Dortmund, and he just he ripped that. He ripped mm. the Bundesliga. I remember, he, Scott, I remember he scored a goal in pre-season, and I remember because I was at my Uncle Steve's in Florida. I think it was his... It was either the end of his first... It might have been his sec, coming up to his second year in Dortmund. And he scored a goal against United in a pre-season friendly in China. And he just he, he must have took oh, on mem- four I people. I remember that. Took on yeah. four people. I'm like, how, how has he just done that? Because he's class. Yeah, oh, he's class. He just... He really needs to solve if he wasn't, if he wasn't in, If he wasn't injury prone, it'd be, it'd be unreal. Oh, mate. 
There's no way, but I mean, back to Davis, just real quick before we wrap Saturday's games up. Davis, I genuinely, genuinely believe he's the next big thing. Definitely. I do. I, watching the kid, I think there is no end to where this kid could go. Barcelona, Real Madrid, Juventus. So I don't think he'd go there. No, I'm just saying the potential that he has could yeah, take yeah, him yeah. to other places. I mean, if you look at the setup that Bayern have got now, you wouldn't exactly. want to leave, would you? No. Um, but I mean, why would you when you're winning leagues every season? And well, they've got a good coach as well. Yeah, exactly. Hansi Flick's a good coach. Why, why would you want to leave Bayern Munich when you're winning the league this year, possibly next year, possibly the year, year after, after that, and the year, year after, after that, that, and then the year after that? Why would you want to leave? Well, look, we we, uh, we posed the question last week, and we did. And if you remember, at the end of the last podcast, we said who can topple Bayern Munich. Well, on the on the uh, in the aftermath of Saturday's game, not many. Not many, no. No. There's only two teams that probably can. Yeah, two teams, and that's a push as well. Exactly. Because then you're relying on them two teams to keep the same squads and add to it, which is pretty yeah. unlikely. Exactly, um, Bayern 5, Dusseldorf nil. Good performance from Bayern. Dusseldorf actually felt for them a little bit. They played well in patches, but they just Bayern were too strong. Um, so that's Saturday's games rounded up, guys. All right, let's wrap on to Sunday's. Yes, now we get on to Sunday's games. That's Saturday's night. Now, it's because I'm looking <laughs> at my phone upside down, picked the wrong option. There we go. There we go. Problem solved. Right. Borussia Mönchengladbach 4, Union Berlin 1. Really good performance from Mönchengladbach. Um, they've not been brilliant in the last couple of weeks. They've been, well, they've been a bit indifferent, haven't they? Um, look, I, I expected them to beat Union Berlin, to be honest. You said three one this game. Yeah, I did say three one, and this is I was really annoyed actually because I was going to go four one and then change it to three. I said two nil, I believe. I might be wrong, but I'm sure I said two nil. Um, Munch and Gladbach, strong team. They seem to have put last week's disappointment behind them because mm. they got a bit of a pasting by Leverkusen at home. Yeah, they did. Um, they played away in midweek, um, and they've got the four one win on Sunday. Good win. Uh, Florian Neuhaus with the first goal. Saw that goal. Exciting young footballer. Keep your eyes peeled on that kid because he's an exciting young footballer. A bit ragged. He looks a moment, you know, like a bit like a Thomas Muller. Doesn't look like a footballer to me when I was watching him. Um, very talented. Marcus Turam, another man. two goals. What a man. I feel like we need to cover it. What do you think to him taking the knee in show of support for Black Lives Matter? Which is something that I want to say on a personal level and in the podcast is something that means a hell of a lot to me. Um, everything that's going on in the USA at the minute Marcus Turam showing his support by taking the knee opinion fair play to him mate fair play to him yeah it's the same as the other one which we'll get on to in the yes next, we will the speak about well. There was well there was two players in particular yeah. for Dortmund that fair we'll play speak to about. him mate fair play to him yeah I think doesn't it's exactly what, what it needed doesn't matter what colour you are you could be black or white doesn't matter you could be black white or pissing purple for our yeah. care you, you get treat how I treat yeah. you know you treat me and I'll treat you better back. That's how I've always been. A colour is a colour, mate. It doesn't matter if you're black, white, or anything. It, yeah, it literally doesn't there's matter, one, does There's it? one race, and it's a human race. Yeah, perfect. Couldn't couldn't think of a better way to say it myself, and I think that sums up our opinion on it. Um, we do stand for Black Lives Matter, and we will go on record as saying that. Um, and I'd expect everybody else to be the same. I do not condone racism. I don't understand it, and I'll never, ever appreciate it. Um, yeah, that's about all I want to say on that, really. Just say no. Turam, yeah, say no to Just racism. Say no to racism. Will not be accepted on the podcast, definitely not by us, and I'd expect no. not to hear it on anybody else's as well. No. Um, yeah, 
something's got to change. But other opinions aside, Marcus Toram, brilliant two goals again. Alisson player, getting back on the score sheet. About time. Yeah, about time. Toram seems to be taking a lot of the headlines mm. at the minute with scoring goals. Um, yeah, definitely impressed with both of them's performance. They were very good front two, actually. Um, to be fair, it, was, it did actually go to 1-1 Uni in Berlin. Sebastian Anderson scored another, I think that's his 12th of the season now, um, before Toram put Munch and Glad back, back in front on 2-1. Um, yeah, very good performance from Munch and Gladbach. They look really good. I saw the highlights. They did look very, very handy yesterday, uh, on Sunday. Um, Union Berlin, they seem to be ending the season with a bit of a whimper, and I'm actually quite worried for them because they're not that far outside the drop zone now. No, when they no. look at the halfway point in the season, that was mid-table. So I think it kind of shows how far they've fallen, really. No. Um, Munching guard back on the back of that 4-1 win against Union Berlin. They, well, they go back into fourth place. How interesting does that look now, the race for the top four? Very interesting. Very, very interesting. Anyone can get into that top four now. Between Wolfsburg, Leverkusen, Hoffenheim and Gladbach. I'd say Hoffenheim probably out of it now. But Wolfsburg, Leverkusen and Mush, Borussia Mush and Gladbach. Is anyone's same as third? To be honest, well, third, yeah, I mean, to be, <laughs> apart, from, second. apart from top spot, which well, we know unfortunately we're, we're looks like that. it's going to be Bayern's yeah, again, again. Um, yeah, race for second. Th- well, third, third a bit of an. To be honest, third, it's a bit of a. Oh, all right, we finished third because you're going to get in the Champions League yeah. automatically. You're not fighting to stay in fourth. You're not going up to second. To be honest, apart from fourth place, the only one that really matters is first, isn't it? Because if you finish second or third, you're like, right, well, okay, good season, we got in the Champions League, but we didn't win it. Whereas if you finish fourth, it's like an achievement, isn't it? Because you've made it into the uh, Champions League places. Yeah. I mean, Munch and Gladbach, I think they'd be as good as anybody to try and do it, really. Um, I wouldn't begrudge Leverkusen doing it, of course. But, yeah, I definitely believe Munch and Gladbach hold the upper hand in that, but we'll see in the later stages of the season which is in the next couple of weeks I believe mm. next game my boys and your boys Borussia Dortmund winning 6-1 away at Paderborn this is one of the weirdest games I've seen all season first half that game was 0-0 at half time and, Dor- and Dortmund was terrible in the first half Dortmund looked very very abject second half Christ almighty. In the it, was first, like a, it was like a rocket went up their ass. In the first 15 minutes, they scored two goals. Yep. Uh, Torgan Hazard and Jaden Sancho getting his first to put Dortmund 2-1 in front. Did you see the penalty incident with Emre Chan? No. How the bloody hell they can call that handball, I don't know. They gave a handball against Emre Chan. Somebody had a shot and he's got and he's jumped. like You know as if when you throw your body in front of a ball, you just launch yourself, don't yeah, you? Yeah. He's got his arms by his side, so he's not put his hand out in an unnatural position. You're throwing yourself across the ground. Where are you supposed to put your hands? What are you going to do? Put your hand on the floor and break your hand? No, no. Do you know what I mean? Like, And they give a penalty against him. I couldn't believe it. I thought, are you being serious? They've actually given a penalty for that. And that, to be fair, at 2-1, when Paderborn converted the penalty... It actually gave him a bit of hope, do you know what I mean? And Dortmund looked out of sight at 2 0. They looked like they were going to cruise. Um, I mean, th- to be fair, thankfully for us, I guess, that Jaden Sancho got his second to make it 3 1. And, and from there, 
it really looked like it knocked Paderborn because they played so well in the first half to keep Dortmund at bay. Um, yeah, Jaden Sancho gets his second goal to make it 3-1. And from there, really, it just opened the floodgates. I mean, Hakimi with a fourth goal, very well taken goal, finish sweeping across the keeper into the far corner. As he always does. Yeah, he's just a flyer, isn't he? Yeah. He's just a flying winger, mate. Dortmund have to sign him. They have to. Have they to. have to. He's so important to the way they yeah. play, getting their wide players advanced into into advanced areas. They need to buy him permanently because it's going to be Real Madrid's gain and Dortmund's loss if they don't. Yeah. Um, then Marcel Schmelzer. It's about time he got getting in on the score sheet. How long is it since he's played a proper game for Dortmund? I'd, I'd say I'd say I'm going to say, and I could be wrong here. Apart from injuries, I would say it's going to be at least a year since he's played a first team game for Dortmund properly. I mean, starting yeah, the game yeah. and finishing it. But I was so happy for him because he's, he's he's been a legend for Dortmund, a real servant for that football club. He's been through with him through everything. Um, yeah, Schmelzer with a fifth goal. He actually took it really well as well. And for some reason, he left back, but he found himself playing centre forward. Um, and Jaden Sancho rounding off the scope, making it 6-1 to complete his hat-trick. Just quickly before we move on, Hakimi and Sancho uh, lifted up their shirts to show their, um, I don't know, it's the way you want to put it really, anger. Um, disrespect. Dis- no, 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 I wouldn't say disrespect. I think it was showing their anger and their support for George Floyd. Yeah. And um, basically it was the yellow undershirt they was wearing saying justice for David Floyd. No, George Floyd, sorry. Yeah, I apologise. Um, perfectly within the rights to do so, they got a yellow card. I don't agree with it. I don't agree with stuff like that. It, it happened when Leicester's owners died. It it happened when James Madison did it with that young girl. It happened Disgusting. with this. Disgusting. Shouldn't get a yellow card. Fair play, they get a yellow card, but for stuff like that, mate, nah. I don't agree with it, mate. Do you know what they do said? I not agree with I listened it. to the commentary during the game. And the reason they give is because they're not allowed to give political messages. They're not allowed to give... Poli- what sort of fucking world do we live in yeah. if you can't do stuff like that? What sort of world is it? I'd love to know. Because if you're not allowed to show your support for a guy that's just died needlessly, and we all know it's a political agenda, and it's a racism agenda as well. Yeah, dis- disappointed with that. I think Germany should take... A- the German Federation should give themselves a long hard look in the mirror because I would never give a yellow card for somebody for that. Never. You just just let the guy do it. He's not took a shirt over his head. Do you know what I mean? Took his shirt off, mate. Oh god, it, yeah, that's it's one of them. Like, but hey ho, we'll move on to the next game. Yes, mate. Dortmund winning six one. Very good performance. Um, much needed. Let's wrap up last game then, which was Red Bull Leipzig, and. Was it Paderborn? Uh, no, uh, Cologne. Cologne, sorry. FC Cologne. FC Cologne 2, two Red Bull Leipzig 4. four. Well, just quickly looking at the goal scorers. We boasted 2 on this game. To yeah, Red Bull Leipzig. Um, how wrong. Um, John Cordoba opening the scoring for Cologne. Um, went into a bit of a shock lead, to be fair. They didn't start the game too bad. Um, I was a bit surprised they took the lead. I expected Leipzig to start a bit quicker. But Patrick Schick scored on 20 minutes to make it 1-1. 20 
to equalise for Leipzig. Christopher Nkunku, one of the breakout stars this year in the Bundesliga, come from PSG, big, big talent. I'm really impressed with him. He fits Leipzig perfectly, the way they play football. He's been, you can tell he's been brought to play football the right way. Um, Timo Werner scoring to make it 3-1 Leipzig. Again, another one. Um, I mean, I don't want to be misquoted on this. 25 league goals, 7 assists this year for Timo Werner. Stats beat volumes, mate. Stats don't lie, mate. We've said that all along. Stats do not lie. Anthony Modest scoring a second for Cologne to make it 3-2. Danny Olmo scoring to make it 4-2 to Leipzig. Much needed win. They stay in third place. They did play very, very well in that game. Um, yeah, I was impressed with them. They do play good football anyway under a good manager who we know we've spoke about before. Yeah, good win for Leipzig. Staying third, keeping the pressure on Dortmund. Yeah. Let's quickly run through Wednesday's game before we get into the yes, uh, questions. Um, yeah, we're going to roll on to a preview of the Wednesday night game. What a game down the bottom of the league. Werder Bremen versus Eintracht Frankfurt. Two, three, two, point, two teams that need a big result. Yes, it's on BT Sport this game. I'll definitely be watching it Wednesday night, 100%. Werder Bremen need a win. Because if they, if they get a win, they can actually... I'm just going to double check this. I don't want to be incorrect because Mainz are on minus 25, Bremen on minus 29 goal difference. So if Bremen win, they will actually go above Dusseldorf and level on points with Mainz. Jesus. Yes, huge, huge game. Frankfurt having a good result at the weekend. They've gone now onto 32 points. If they get a win, I think that pretty much guarantees their safety. Jesus. Bremen... What a game. What a big game. That If they lose, I think that's Bremen gone because I think it'll be too much for them to do then because the other teams above them seem to be picking up a little bit of form. So what are you going for in score prediction, mate? Score prediction, I'm going to go 1-1. One, one. I'm going to go 2-2. Two, 2-2? Two. Two, two. Yeah. I bold, I mate. I, I like it. I think there'll be some goals in this. Yeah, bold. I like that. Um, oh, so now, how are we ready for this? Yes. So hey, now we've got the pen and piece of paper. Yes, we're going into the all important time of the show, which we did promise on the last podcast. It's going to be me asking Sam a series of ten questions from around the sporting world. We will see and test his knowledge. I have thought of some corkers here, by the way. I have got a absolute. Some of them he might get, but yeah, I'm quite happy with the questions. Very, very happy. We are just... Can I use that? Yeah, just right on the back. We're just waiting for Sam to uh, grab a piece of paper and we're ready to get started. I have my questions ready. I mean, it's got a pen. We're looking forward to this part of the podcast, to be honest. Um... I actually really enjoyed doing the quiz last time and it gives the viewers a really good chance to get interactive with us. Um, oh. So, yeah. Are you ready, Samuel? Are Not you ready really. for my questions? Remember, guys, leave your uh, answers in the comment section yeah, below. Pl- yeah, um, Adam, brilliant interaction on the last one. Jamie Elizabeth, Morgan. Yeah, Jamie Morgan. Elizabeth, get your answers down if you want to have a go at any of them. Um, so, yeah. Are you ready to rock and roll? Not really, because I know you've got some other questions. 
Uh, no, so no, some of them. I genuinely think you'll get some of them. I do, but I've tried to mix it up a little bit so it's not just about football. Brilliant. Right. Are you ready for question number one? Yep. Remember, guys, don't forget to be interactive. Get your answers in the comment section. Question number one. Who's won more tennis Grand Slam titles? Is it Roger Federer or Serena Williams? What a question. I'm going to point A or B. I'm just putting the names. No, just put the name in. So either one you want to pick, just it's put the name. Players. It's tough because Serena Williams is one of few, but so is Roger Federer. I'll be honest. Oh, this is a good question. Then. I was reading this question as I was typing it down to ask you it, and I didn't know the answer. I, I was close. Are you ready? <laughs> yes. Question number two. What is Usain Bolt's world record time oh, you for the 100 metre sprint? I know this. I know it. I'm only going to give you 0 0.05 difference. Right, that's fine. You're allowed 0. 0.0. So, just so you understand the question. So, say, for example, if his world record time was 9.80, I will give you 9.75. I think I know it. I think I do know it. Go on. Are you ready? And the only reason I know it is because I saw it on Facebook the other day. Are you ready? Question number three. Yeah. What is Vladimir Klitschko's boxing nickname? Really good one, this one. I'll be honest, I had to really... I got this one myself, but I had to really think about this one. What, so his nickname? Boxing nickname. Fuck, I don't know this. Like, I don't like, watch a lot of boxing, no, I don't no, know. Just, just so, you, uh, so you can understand the question. Right, I'll just put... Tyson Fury is the Gypsy King. Yeah, yeah. What's his boxing nickname, Vladimir Klitschko? This is a completely guess, mate, because I ain't got a clue. I don't right, watch no, a lot of boxing, fine. so I don't know. Are you ready for question number four? Yep. Now, there's, a, there's two parts to this question, and you've got to get both of them to get it right. Right. Yeah? Okay. How many matches did Derby County win in the 2007 to 2008 Premier League season and who was their one win against? I know how many points they had. They had 19 because the lowest Premier League. D don't forget, read, listen to the question. How many matches did Derby County win in that season and who did the win come against? I think I know who it is. So I you, might be wrong. So you've got to you've got to get both parts of the question right to get. Oh, fuck off! Can you give me like half a point if I get one of them? No. I think I know. No. I'm sure I know. We, who we it can't is. do half points, mate. It becomes far too complicated. Uh, yeah. Next. How many clubs has Zlatan Ibrahimovic played for? <laughs> fuck off! You'd be surprised. I, I got this one. Are we, right, are we counting AC Milan twice or are we just counting them once? Well, you've made that a bit difficult for me because I'm not really supposed to name any of the clubs. It's only been counted once. So you're only counting that one once? Yeah. Right. Because it's the club that yeah, you've yeah, played for yeah. not how many times. Right. Fuck. I struggled with this. I should have known it as well. I struggled. 
Oh, I'm going to put slash because I'm going to go with one of them. Oh, I'm sure. Need an answer oh, yeah, go on, go on. Are you, have you picked one? I've, right, I'll put one and one, but I'm going to put my answer in the thingy. Right, okay. Are you ready for question number six? Yeah. Who has the most El Clasico wins? Is it Barcelona or Real Madrid? Yep, I know this. I'm sure I know this. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm sure. Question I know number this. seven. In feet, how high is a basketball hoop from the ground? <laughs> Fuck off. You're allowed oh. one. I'll give you a one foot difference on this. So if you're within one foot, I'll give you it. And I, I ain't got a clue, mate. I haven't got an app. So I'll repeat. It. Just hear me out. So I'll repeat the question. Just so you can listen to it again and have a think, right? In feet, so say for example, I'm six foot, yeah? How high is a basketball hoop from the ground to the rim? I put, I put my answer, but I'm probably, right? I'm probably wrong, yeah. Question number eight. This is tough. In golf... Who won his first major title at the Masters in 2015 and also won the US Open the same year? Oh, fucking hell. I thought this would be a good one for you. I thought this would test you, to be fair. I think it's this guy. Yeah, go on. Yeah. One, I will know this. Are you good? Yeah. Yeah. Question number nine. This is a good question. Mm. I was really, I was, this is a good one. Which country has won the most cups in the Copa America history? Is it Brazil, Argentina, Chile, or I Uruguay? I know it is. Yep, next. Final question. Question number 10. Which team holds the record for the most wins in a Formula One season? This is tough because there's three. This was a good one. And I'm not saying because it's tough. I should know this. This is a good one because it'll get your brain going. I should know this. It's either... Oh, no, it's four. Oh. I'll give you, a, you, did, you, did, I'll give you a bit more time to answer. If you said four, and, I might have, and you'd whittle it down to two, I might have got it. Oh, I think I know what it the is. The thing is, it, it, might, it did give... I when I was reading wrong. the question, it did give oh. you... It gave you three options, but to me... With the three options, it would become a little bit too easy. It's either these or these. You need to pick an answer, Sam. I am. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do what I did with the question seven. I'm sure it's these. Right, go on then. Right. Have you got all your answers ready? Yeah. Are you ready to go through your answers? No. Okay, so we'll start. Who won more tennis Grand Slam titles? Was it Roger Federer or Serena Williams? I said Serena Williams. It is Serena Williams. Serena Williams. She's won. I knew she's won a few. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I like tennis. So I took a bit of an interest in this. Serena, Serena Williams has won 23 to yeah, Federer's 20. I knew, I, knew, I knew there was a... There, was a, there wasn't that much between them. Yeah. That was, I thought that was a really good question, yeah, actually. Good question. Um, question number two. What is Usain Bolt's world record time for the 100 metre sprint? And you was allowed 0 0.05 of a difference. I've said 9.165. Incorrect. What is it? 9.58 seconds. Oh, fuck. 
because the the I knew it's not there's not a lot in that because he set the record at nine point five eight and then got the championship record at nine point seven in the same Olympics. Ah, good about that. Um, question number three: What is Vladimir Klitschko's boxing nickname? I put the Russian King. No, Doctor Steelhammer. No, I've never known that. Now this one was a two-part question. How many matches did Derby County win in the 07-08 season and who did they beat? I was, I put the 1-1 game and I'm, I'm sure it was fucking Villa. No. Incorrect. Was it a Claret and Blue team though? Nope. They won one game all season at home to Newcastle United. Oh, fucking... Yeah, of course you'd put that question in. Of course you would. Oh, I knew it! Off. I thought you'd get that! No. I was so no. sure you would get that one. No. I, for some reason, I thought it was Claret and Blue. Well, I, the first person I, the first team I thought was Villa, but then Villa won five. Yeah, I thought it was. Park. But I, that's why I thought. It, yeah, because Petrov scored. Yeah, didn't Petrov scored that oh, left foot fucking, half fully. That's what I thought it was. I thought the one two one. So, you've got to give me a po- half a point for that. I said we one can't, We can't do half points. It's got you to, fucking it's... done me dirty there, you cunt. I, I thought you would have got that fucking one. Fucking done me dirty there. Adam Oliver, I have fucking words with him about that. Right. Question number five. How many clubs has Latan Ibrahimovic played for? It's either seven or eight. I've said seven. Incorrect. Is it eight? Nine. Who have I missed out? Listen, you, you, this is one easy to forget. Malmo... Yeah, I knew First that. First club. Yeah. And then he went Ajax, to Ajax. Juventus. Yeah. Inter Milan. Yeah. Barcelona. Yeah. AC Milan. Yeah. PSG, Man United and LA Galaxy. I think I missed one of them. I think it was Malmo I missed out. It was his first club in Sweden. Yeah, fucking missed out. Um, I knew we didn't play for, I knew we hadn't played for that many clubs. Question number 6. Who has the most El Clasico wins? Barca. Incorrect. Oh, of course it's incorrect. Yeah. Neither. What? Both teams have 96 wins out of 244 games, 52 draws. That's not fair, that. Next. In feet, how high is a basketball hoop from the ground? I put 35 feet. I don't know, mate. Don't 10 know. feet. I don't know about it's basketball. It's 10 feet. Next. In, in golf, who won his first major title at the Masters in 2015 and also won the 2015 US Open? I said Garcia, but I don't think it is Garcia. Incorrect. Who is it? Jordan Spieth. Uh, I, I should have known that. Do you know why I should have known that? Because I watched it with Wadham. Yeah, carry on. Next. Um, question number nine. Which country has won the most cups in the Copa America history? Is it Brazil, Argentina, Chile or Uruguay? Chile? Incorrect. Uruguay. 15 wins. Right, next one. Question number 10. Which team holds the record for most wins in a Formula 1 season? I've put Mercedes or Ferrari, but I don't think it is. I think it's Red Bull. I've put Ferrari... I put Mercedes... You're going to kick yourself. I, put, I have put Mercedes. That's it's my answer. I thought Mercedes. it was. 2016. I thought it was... I've got it right. Look, I'll put their brackets. Yeah, that's, no, that's fine. I'll give you that one. For some reason, I thought it was either, it was either Mercedes, McLaren... Ferrari or Red Bull, it was one of them four. I knew it was one of them four, but I whittled it down and I'm, I, I, was, I was sure it was even Mercedes or Ferrari. Well, I'll give you that one. It was Mercedes in 2016. Well, I got two out of, I got two out of ten. So you got two out of ten. Yeah, so know. we'll revert on the next podcast. We will go to questions asked by Sam to me. Yeah. So I'm on three out of ten. You got two out of ten. To be fair, some of them questions, I thought you would have got some of them. No. Um... So yeah, that kind of concludes the podcast, guys. Don't forget to get any comments in the comments section on YouTube. 
like, subscribe if you haven't already. Um, massive thank you from me, Reese. Yeah, and me. So make sure you go over and check the uh, the new tiers page out. I'll leave the link in the description below. Yeah, we will leave that link in the description. Um, from me. So yeah, that wraps it up. From yeah. you, Sam, and me, Reese. It is au revoir. Goodbye. Cheers.